I should probably check. I should probably follow up on that one lead anyway. Um, okay, no job hunting on the podcast. I'm sorry. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, stop uh, typing. Just stop it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> stop. I stopped. Hi, Jody. Hi, Matt. How you doing this week? This is, uh, oh, it's a good week. Holiday week. Yeah, holiday week. How was your 4th of July? It was nice. Yeah, I went to the family cookout. Cool. Uh, had a day off. Nice. Uh, dealt with fireworks and rain and, yeah. you know, mosquitoes. Yes, it was a, so. it was a very rainy 4th. Um, we didn't participate in many of the, the canonical 4th of July activities, although we did, we did grill some stuff. But, uh, no, no fireworks. I, I tell you what, though, since they started selling the, the high-end fireworks to the amateurs, just our neighborhood... To, like, everybody on the side of the road in the tent, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they used to just have, they used to just have, you know, bullshit sparkler fountains and, you know, little motor, you know, little sparky tank things and, and growing snakes. Now they... I, mean, I, I like tanks. Tanks were okay, and snakes were, snakes are fun. But now they sell the full-on mortar kits to you know regular human beings and um yeah yeah you just have to know a guy yeah exactly uh you don't need to know anybody now you just need a you just need a credit card and i tell you what it is wait you're telling me the firework gypsies take credit cards now oh, yeah they have for years oh my gosh i didn't even know that oh yeah yeah i i was i was outside it was already dark out i was finishing the steak on the grill and I was thinking that, you know, this is this must be what it's like to live in Damascus right now with the sound of distant mortar fire and, you know, I mean, it was just constantly all around in the neighborhood. People are shooting off mortars. I heard some pretty loud ones last night. It, it makes me wonder, could we get some, some public health figures as to whether or not the emergency room, uh, you know, <laughs> check-ins for missing fingers have gone up with the, with the mortar, the mortar's selling proliferation of mortars I, I, that yeah. would be interesting data to have um yeah i'm sure it correlates better with that than with for example full moons which everyone still believes in i believe in the full moon i believe the full moon exists i don't believe there's a full moon effect for emergency rooms <laughs> emergency room admissions and uh you know police calls and stuff but that is a um, that is a popular myth even though the evidence is crystal clear that it isn't real all right well Let's leave the pseudoscience <laughs> on the table for now. Sure, sure. So let's see. Uh, we got follow up. We do. We do have follow up. Couple of things. People are angry. <laughs> yeah, people are angry. The listeners, um, the several listeners, are are concerned. They, they frankly, they don't want us to ever talk about running again, Jody. But I like running. Yeah. Did you run this week? I didn't. Uh, it was a short week, uh, and yeah. I just couldn't be bothered to bring my kit to the to the office. Mm, I didn't run this week either. So we've already defied our, our listeners, but... <laughs> is, that what, is that what does it? <laughs> yeah, that's what does it. Uh, okay. I was determined to, to get that in. Anyway, okay, so we mustn't talk much about running. Other follow-up, more interesting follow-up, I think, is I, I, I our listeners will remember, at least one of them will, uh, a few episodes back, I... Uh, well, we talked about you asked me about, um, you know, what made it seem like a good idea to go tell your boss you were looking at other things. And, and you know, we talked about how you had talked me out of using that approach uh, to get something I wanted at work. And you're absolutely right, because I asked and I did get what I wanted. And in that episode, you said that there was something you had been putting off going in to ask for. And you were going to try to get this perk, this um, work from home one week or one day a week sort of perk from your employer. 
Yeah. And, you know, and I sort of turned my advice or the advice you had given me, I turned that back around on you. And then I never asked um, until off air, uh, maybe the week before last, what became of that. And um, you had a, you had an interesting response. So you do, do you want to tell the, the listening world? Well, I'm still keeping that in my pocket. Uh, I haven't, I haven't done that yet for, you know, the usual reasons of cowardice. But, uh, to be clear, what you haven't done is you haven't asked for the work from home perk. I have not asked for the work from home perk. Okay. That's exactly right. But something else happened. However, in the the meantime, I got a, uh, pretty darn good raise. Hmm. So I, I didn't want to, uh, you know, I didn't want (laughs) to, didn't want to bust my luck or, or pile on. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take the money for now. Certainly. Okay. So the work from home thing, yeah, I've, uh, just, just, uh, I'm, like I said, keeping it in my pocket for right now. I still am planning to ask. And yeah, I was, I was actually, it, you know, in my workplace, we're not, we're not supposed to talk about our, our salaries. So we don't, nobody does. Uh, and that, that's fine. I understand that. But, uh, one of my coworkers was asking me about whether or not I had the, the work from home privilege or even the, the emergency log in from your house, uh, access, you know, type thing. And it's not like you have a, a set day to work from home. But, like, do I even have access to log in over the VPN mm-hmm. to get to my work computer? And I had to say no. And she was baffled. She's like, you, why, why wouldn't you have that? Why wouldn't they just give you that? Why wouldn't they be beating down your door to give you that? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I've, you know, I've now, asked. They said no. Yeah. Huh. Cause from their, from their end, that seems like a no brainer because, I mean, yeah, maybe they have the reasons for wanting you in the building, but, you know, yeah, there are, it, there, there yes. are always going to be days where you don't make it to work, and when they rather you get a little work done. Yeah, you're right. Um, especially, this is a weird like perk, but non-perk thing that that happens where I work. Um, you yeah, know, frankly, it, I would call it, that a non-perk because that's that's a way of them getting work out of you when you ought to be at home, either convalescing or enjoying yourself. Yes, exactly, and especially for the people with kids, uh, this is exactly that for them. Uh, you know, when yeah. when they have a kid that's sick. This is, you know, how more work gets uh, taken out of them. For sometimes good and sometimes bad. Who knows? That sounds like a scam. Uh, it's it's really up to up to them to use it wisely and use their, you know, vacation or or whatnot. But mm, yeah, I don't know. I still have to ask, but I, uh, you know, I got I got got things going, so I'm 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 doing all right. So what precipitated the race? Uh, was that something you asked for, or something that you'd been working on, or 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 what? Was it an annual performance review? Everybody might recall that uh, uh, recently we talked about me getting shifted onto a bigger mm-hmm. project, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's that's what precipitated it. I've been on that other project for three months now, and um, I haven't collapsed into a into a pool of sweat yet. <laughs> yeah, you haven't um, it into a cocked hat yet. No, I, everything's still running. Okay. Uh, you know, I've even been able to make make some good tweaks here and there, and try and learn what in the world is going on. Because boy, there's a lot more people. A lot more people logging on to my website and uh, messing things up in my database that I have to fix. A lot more it's, ins, uh, a lot more outs, a lot of interested yeah, parties. Exactly. A lot more interested parties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, cool, man. Um, you know, that is, uh, I guess that's what we call progress, right? Yeah. It's progress. Okay. Progress in the same job, but progress nonetheless. Yeah. Sure. Still, I think that's an important bit of follow-up. So, wh- when do you think you'll get around to asking for the other thing? That's a good question. Hmm, you're going to impress me. Well, 
I'm going to say two weeks. I'll go with two weeks. I'm going to write that on a card, Jody. All right. Um, today is the fifth. It is seven five thirteen, and you're saying in two weeks. Two weeks. Got it. Okay. It's on a card. So. All right. So there's that. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? What other follow up have we got? I don't think any. No. Okay. All right. Well, uh, oh, well, no, we do. We do. Sorry. This didn't make it into the FU and the robot, but uh, last week the, our, our recording was, as, as you'll probably recall, interrupted briefly by the UPS man, and I had oh. to go and, and sign for a package. Sorry, that's not in our, in our follow-up section in the, in the doc. That's, uh, that was in, the, in the, the nominal topic section. But yes, yeah. the, we do need to talk about this. Go. Yeah, the the package was, and the I, I spoke to the canonical listener off air this week, and and he had a pretty good idea what the package was because he helped me in, install it last Sunday. But the the package was the ten thousand pound electric winch for the front end of my FJ Cruiser. Cool. So you're yeah you're ready to get stuck in the mud at any point right now. Oh yeah. Well, I I, I told you uh, I mentioned in one of the, one episode how I went exploring by myself on a camping trip and backed into a sinkhole. And in that, when, when the truck <laughs> I can't was pointed, remember if this was on air or not, but I remember. <laughs> okay, um, when the while the truck was had its nose pointed skyward, and uh, I was trying to figure out how to extricate myself from the sinkhole, there was a a good size pine tree, probably just thirty feet from the edge of the sinkhole, and and I was thinking at the time if I had if I had a winch. With 100 feet of uh, of line or whatever, I could easily link up to that tree and push a button and pull myself straight out. So, huh. so now I now I have that capability. Yeah, the the canonical listener was nice enough, and and another friend Ryan um, were both uh, absolutely essential in getting those items installed. That and the I now have a plate steel front bumper as well. Yeah, I think I saw a picture of that somewhere. Yeah, it's a zom- zombie-ready bumper with an integrated winch, which I could control from in the cabin. It's it's, it's good cool. stuff. Yeah. All right. So that was the delivery hotness. Yeah. That was the delivery hotness. Yeah. Um, speaking of speaking of podcasting interruptions, it appears as though a yes a Tico truck is setting up <laughs> shop right outside the front of my house. It's got all those flashy lights on. Are you current on your bills? Oh, I, I no, they're dealing with the hookup for the neighbor's yard. It looks like there's a tree branch falling on the... Oh, shh, Nikes. It's a big tree branch fall. Oh, it took the wire off the house. Huh. Well, everything's hunky-dory over here. Uh, they're not All messing right. with our power, well, so... We're, we're speaking. Yeah, <laughs> we'll carry on. Yeah, you know, the other day I was... Well, it was it was last Thursday after we recorded. Uh, you know, the weather was still nice here. I hopped on my gentleman flyer and rode over to the local watering hole where I expected to find my friends uh, waiting for me after the podcast, and uh, none of them came. So the right. regular th- Thursday night, well, that's not quite accurate. Um, two of the, the the Seminole Heights contingent did show up later, but I, so anyway, I just hung out and made friends, and I was talking to a guy that I sort of knew from the scene, uh, but had never really talked to before, about... You know, we were talking about all kinds of stuff, but it turns out he works for Tico now. And so he and his other friend who worked for Tico were giving me this pretty interesting view into the Tico world and the the life of a of a lineman, you know, uh, in particular. These guys make a lot of money. Did you know, I know that? I do know they make a lot of money. Well, because their job is dangerous, man. 
Oh, it's seriously dangerous. Yeah, the the guy described it as, you know, they're they're on call all the time. They are frequently required to drive long distances in the middle of the night, possibly to a different county, and, um, and and deal with something. And if in the course of dealing with that something, if they sneeze incorrectly, they're dead. So they're like they're like a SEAL team, kind of. Yeah, the, and they are very well compensated. Yeah, there's definitely some perspective to be had there. I've mm-hmm. I, I have talked to a few of them. I I've also you know talked to a few network. Well, net, I don't know if network engineer is the right term. That's kind of a you know term from my day job, which usually means computer networking, but I, I mean power line networking. Grid. It's they 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 give you good perspective sometimes on the you know the very 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 bigger picture of of uh, what's going on to get the juice to your house. Yeah, that was the interesting part I think because you know when if if at your house your power goes out, all you care about is you know how soon is now? How soon do I get the switch back on? Uh, was that a Smith's quote? It's cl- it's close. And uh, and yeah, you have you have no no concern for the bigger picture, but. Um, yeah, each time a truck is sent out, it has to be equipped for the job at hand, and some of those jobs are not simple. Some of those jobs require sinking new poles, for example. So you need to have a couple of different lengths of pole and 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 the 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 cables to guide them out properly. And the you know, so every time a truck leaves the depot for a job, there's a behind the scenes army who has set that truck up for that job, and if it gets to where it's where the job is and doesn't have everything huh. that it needs to complete it, then it's a then it's then somebody is getting screamed at. Yeah, I never even thought about that because those yeah. trucks look so battle ready all yeah, the time. Right. Like there's just stuff all over them. They they, they just look the business. You know, they look like they've well, they got everything do. built in already. But you've but you've probably seen the one with that's pulling a trailer with poles on it. You know. Yeah, or, I have seen that one. Pulling a trailer with a big auger arm or whatever, you know. So it depends on the job how much how much material they have to take. But yeah, I think when they go into suburbia, they probably have pretty much everything they need. But the, well, the guy I was talking to, it's his job to make sure that they do. So of course, I was hearing it from his perspective. He was saying how <laughs> it's such a it's a complete <laughs> storm if he doesn't get everything yeah. absolutely wow. needed. So he's the truck dispatch guy. Well, he's a dispatcher and also he's like a quartermaster, kind of. Okay, sure. You know, in terms of outfitting the trucks, so yeah, it's interesting, interesting uh, job. Yeah, it never really occurred to me that that was a job. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, made for a good uh, made for a good night at the at the local watering hole. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Do you want do you want to be cliche and talk about sports ball? Yeah, let's talk about uh, sports ball quickly. I just wanted to say that this was my this is my absolute favorite time of year for sport. My favorite time of year for a lot of reasons. Um, my my day job is over for a, a, a couple short months. Okay. And good reason. I get to sit around and watch some of my favorite once a year sporting events. For example, Wimbledon, which is on right now, uh, and the Tour de France, which started last Saturday, uh, week ago tomorrow. Those are two of my favorite yearly events. And uh, and then of course one that that I know you're I know you're a tennis fan, but I, tennis is probably my favorite thing to watch on TV, although I really never watch sports on TV anymore. Yeah, I do rarely unless I'm in a bar and the Rays are playing or, you know, whatever. Um, or I go to somebody's house to watch the Super Bowl and I pretend to make an effort. <laughs> but, uh, well, you're a, you're a cyclist. Right, right, nominally. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't put in the miles like I used to, but I still really enjoy the sports and I still really enjoy a good ride now and then. 
Uh, my dad's more of a cyclist than I am at this point. He's he's an animal. Your dad's a total beast. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I'm constantly impressed with him. I know. He's yeah. Yeah, he's a monster. And it's funny, he rides the same bike. Well, his is a, a couple of seasons old now, but he rides, uh, you know, $5,000 bike like the ones rolling in the Peloton of the Tour de France. It's a Scott Addict, I think is what it's called. And um, man, is that thing, is that thing cool? Well, I, uh, you know, just to, just to touch his greatness a little bit, I actually have a, a hand-me-down road bike from him. But, oh, you do, you, which I almost never ride, but it is a really nice bike, and uh, pretty much everybody that you know helps me move or uh, sees it lying in my shed, it's like, man, that's a really nice bike, or they or they pick it up, which is yeah, uh, a, a complete different revelation, and and they're like, this is so light, that's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a nice all aluminum bike, really responsive. Uh, that's a, that's a good bike to ride. Uh, it's a little too responsive for a a turkey bike handler like me, unfortunately. But it is a really nice bike. I'm glad to have it. You know how to fix that. Mm, yeah. No, I don't. How do I fix that? Oh, uh, same way you get to Carnegie Hall. Ah, right. Fair enough. There you go. But, let's see. Oh, also in sport, the Open Championships are coming right up. It's just a week or two away, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, I do like that sort of golf. It's, uh, you know, the weather. Yes. The weather just beats on them. And the courses are always weird and goofy. Do you know where they're playing this year? I do not. Like I said, I don't. I don't. Follow, I don't follow anything man. anymore. I feel Jody like somebody's going to revoke my man card. But Jody, I just yeah, I have no idea. Where is it? I don't know. I'm asking you. Uh, I was I was relying on you to know. I don't uh, know. I'm not going to Google this. I'm just going to leave no. my my confession out there that I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. But the the Tour de France and Wimbledon, these are the sort of sports that you basically need to be either unemployed or on an extended vacation to enjoy because there's like four hours a day of Tour de France coverage and there's more than that of Wimbledon. It's on two channels. Yeah, it's crazy. Sake. Like, it's like a lot all of, afternoon. A lot of sport. It's over by the time you would get home from an honest job because so, it's in England. you know. I uh, was in England a few years ago um, mm-hmm. and was – was in in town for uh, for Wimbledon. Actually, went for a day. Um, yeah, I remember you telling me about. Yeah, that. Amazing. and I got to see Djokovic warming up. Yeah, and that was the probably the most impressive thing I've I've ever seen. And he's just warming up, but it looked like he could probably kill you with a tennis ball from fifty feet. <laughs> yeah, it was I mean... so scary to see how hard this guy could hit the ball. Then he had that he had that that you know the fuzzy the fuzzy hair the way his hair sticks out. Yeah, you know, and there he is. He's just in his sweats, and then bam, bam, bam. It was cool. Yeah, man. He, yeah, he's 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 really good. I know that it's a it's a cliche to say who's the greatest who's ever played the sport, but these days that's what they say about Djokovic. I mean, that's what two years ago they were still saying that about Federer. So who knows? But yeah, he he Djokovic ended up winning that match against Del Porto, even though it was. Um, uh, I, I wanted it to go the other way, but the other semifinal was um, Janowitz, the big pole. He's like six eight. <laughs> he's from Poland, so that's not a. Are you kidding me? There's a he's a big pole. There's a pole lock in the semifinals. That's awesome. The first time ever. There's never been a pole lock in the semifinals. All right, um, my people. Yeah, <laughs> your people. My people. I, are you Polish? I'm. I'm, huh. I'm a full half Polish. Yeah. A full half Polish. Hmm. I'm not going to work ping pong. Anyway, <laughs> um, he was up against Murray, Andy Murray. Ah. Uh. And, of course, Murray is the England's great white hope. Right. Um, so, but he's Scottish, actually, right? He is Scottish. You're right. But still, he's a, he's a UKist. 
uh, I guess that's I guess that's good enough. Well, it's been seventy something years since uh, a Britain won Wimbledon. Yeah, they're always so, they're always uh, trotting that out. Yeah, they are. But I mean, the country really, and you know how the press is over there. It's ridiculous. Uh, the The country really piles on the pressure on this guy. Yeah, they uh, they really have uh, taken the tabloid what have you to a to a, a different level. They've got that. Yeah. They've got that stuff down. Yeah, they do, and they have all these different pay. The press is there. The press there is a completely different character than it does here. Um, you know, I although in a way, I guess you could say our cable news media is sort of recreating the British newspaper model in uh, the TV medium here. That's interesting. In I hadn't really thought about it that way, but you, well, you, neither had I until got, just now. You've got something there. Yeah, there is something there. Maybe we should refine our thoughts and come back to that because because in England. There's not you don't read a ta- your town's newspaper, and uh, you know more or less assume that you're getting the news. What newspaper you read depends on your political affiliation. So that always seemed bizarre to me growing up that there were you know every town had at least two, possibly three or more newspapers, and you picked one based basically based on where your political leanings were that seemed bonkers to me but if you think about that today it doesn't seem that bonkers because how do you pick which uh, cable news network to watch uh, yeah that's how you that's how you get your news on the telly so hmm interesting never thought about it until just now yeah i've got i've got that on the card right now okay well let's let's think about that and maybe come back to it well, anyway, Murray's Murray's match was was really good too. It was a, a four setter, and he he pulled it out. But that Janowitz cat, the big pole, he's the biggest server in the game right now. Mm. He's hitting one hundred and forty two or so on the serve. Good word. <laughs> I mean, so if you thought if you thought Djokovic could kill you, yeah, yeah, Janowitz could take your head clean. Yeah, that always goes well on the grass. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, enough sport. Hmm. All right, I think we have nominal topic, so we've... Uh, we do have a nominal topic. Should we get right to that? Yeah, let's relegate it to, uh, you know, the least amount of time in the show. Okay, yeah, I think our amount of follow-up has been entirely appropriate. Okay, so my nominal topic for this week, this week I, I proposed it, was the job search, or the whole idea of a job search. Um, and I brought this up because, as as you know, and our, our, listeners, uh, our listeners should know, I'm about to complete a master's degree over at USF, and... That's another subtopic that we can get to or ignore, but, um, you know, aggravations with grad school. But I'm about to have a, ma- a new degree in a new field, and what I would like to have to show for that is a new career. Or not career, because I don't really believe in career. So let's just let's just call it a job. All right. That's all right, fine. Yeah. I sort of think the idea of career is kind of dead. But, yeah, so I want I want a new job, a different job, not just a different version of the job I've had for the last nine years. Uh, I, I think I've kind of made that clear on air. And I don't, I really, I have a hard time knowing where to begin. You know what I mean? It's hard, man. Uh, it, you've talked about, you know, some, you've had conversations for some initial leads. Um, I, I, are you, what, what, are you, what are your thoughts on this? Are you like trying to, you know, really take this this summer while you're off you're trying to like really apply to a lot of places are you like looking hard are you talking to people what are you doing are you spamming Uh, people with resumes what are you doing so far so far i've done none of that what i said at the beginning of the summer what i said i was going to do is i was going to work on this hopefully a little bit every day you know 
to try, because I have time during the summer, to try and treat finding a new job almost like a job, which I hear is the thing you're supposed to do when you don't have a job. Yeah, I hear that too, and it never goes <laughs> well for me. Hmm. But you've got the summer for it. That's that's kind of good. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's, it's a good opportunity. Uh, so far I've found plenty of things to distract me from that. Um, grad school, I, God, I cannot believe how much time this last class is taking me. <laughs> it's killing me. Um, so you're still you're still in it. You're not quite done. You don't quite have that degree. I'm in my final two classes right now, and one of them is they're okay. So the last two classes I had, which were supposed to be this was supposed to be easy. I, I engineered it this way for myself. Um, this was going to be an easy final summer semester which would leave me most of my time for finding a new job. They're both what they call foundations classes. So these are the ones that us, you know, normal people take these up front. These are the easy ones. Okay. Sort of introduce the, the topic. So I, I was supposed to have foundations of curriculum and foundations, oh, uh, psychological foundations. And the psych foundations class I'm in, and it's, it's super easy, whatever, it's fine. Um, the other one I couldn't get into. Oh, no. Some of that... Yeah, so I couldn't get the I couldn't get the the final foundations class I needed the curriculum foundations, and so lots of scrambling and emails ensued, and in the end the solution I came up with was to substitute to do a, a you know official switcheroo for this other class called curriculum theory, but curriculum theory is so the the foundations course was a, like a sixty two hundred you know. An easy course. The curriculum theory course is for doctoral students. It's a 7,900 level course. So you've switched a much higher level course for what should have been an entry level course. Exactly. Okay. So I'm in. I, I'm. I'm one of only two master's students out of. I guess there's maybe 26, 27 of us, um, and they're all doctoral students. And so it's just a much harder course. I mean, the the, the you have to produce a, a publishable paper in the course you have to do a bunch of research and, and you know it's a lot more work so so that's really really taking a lot of time but wow like all of last week basically i spent all of last week on that yeah that sounds <laughs> about six hours a day uh, you know and then i got i got caught up and then next week is so this will give me the excuse not to work on my job search next week next week will be another um really clutch week for that and you know time I, I could handle my time better of course but this is just who i am so i'm not going to be a different person not next week anyway not next week anyway next week i will i won't have time to be a different person because i will be um producing the first draft of my scholarly research paper on integrated science curriculum so there's that who knows maybe this one will actually get published all right well it, hmm. i mean you had you had stuff on on job search uh, not yeah, that I have any more clutch advice for you, but I didn't really want to talk about about grad school. I really wanted to to talk about this. So here's so let, let me tell you a little bit about the anxiety because for me, one of the things that keeps me from working on stuff, and I, I know it's not just me, is is fear or anxiety. And the bigger a project is, or or seems, or looms in my mind, the harder it is to start. And then, of course, then you do that thing. I'm sure you've been in this this cycle, or maybe it's just me, where 
you put off starting and the more you put it off, the more anxiety you have because you haven't started. You know that whatever deadline you have in your head is approaching and the anxiety builds makes it harder and harder and harder to start. Sure. It's the procrastination death spiral. Oh, the worst. Now, I typically – so I've been through this on a million projects, slight exaggeration, but on many projects and and for me, I typically pull out of that spiral pretty well. So uh, over – the history of my professional and academic career uh, careers, I've uh, well, I've been my my procrastination has been consistently reinforced because I always get away with it. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. I always I always end up pro- producing. Um, I always end up shipping something in the end, which is uh, typically much better than acceptable. I mean, I, I I'm used to receiving very high praise for my work. Um, which I'm sure will be the case for this scholarly paper I'm supposed to produce next week, for example. But the job search is, is it, it's a similar thing um, in that it looms very large and that it seems like it has all these nasty consequences, even though I guess they're all psychological because cause here's the thing. Here's, here's the fear. I've invested, uh, I guess, I guess two years, six semesters, um, a lot of effort and and time that I could have spent, you know, having an easier life. Money. Uh, in, right. I, I've invested in this grad school adventure basically because some people I trust, some smart people told me that this is a good path to a lucrative career change and uh, – or job change and one that that – you could do for a while. It would provide a good jump-off point for what you ultimately want to do, um, which, of course, I, I, I ultimately want to get a doctorate in something completely unrelated. So I'm not exactly sure about the wisdom of all this, but <laughs> at least now I've at least now I have I have grad school bona fides. You know, I have a bunch of like, for example, when I applied to all those doctoral programs a few years ago, okay, they wanted writing samples. My writing samples were were, were sophomoric bullshit from my bachelor's degree. They were poor and I hadn't written anything since then, so that's what I that's what I sent them. And now next time I apply for <laughs> a doctoral program, I can send them, you know, fairly good stuff. I have like scholarly research papers that I can send. Alright. So Well that's good. So in that respect, but that makes sense. That doesn't have anything to do with a new job. The job. No. So the the anxiety to finish that thought, the idea is what if all what if all this investment has me back at unnamed high school next year teaching science again. I mean, what if what if after all this effort and expense which, you know, I I will be in debt for for some time to come. Um what if I'm 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 right back where I was and that, you know, that's that's the big that's the wolf that's the the void that's, that's the void that's you're the standing cloud. right next to right now that's the void exactly oh. any thoughts on that or, or thoughts on the void generally uh, the vo- well especially the job hunting void that I'm terrible with um, you talked about procrastination just now mm-hmm. the job hunt um, unlike you know some sort of school related academic thing which you can procrastinate and pull out at the last second because there's a deadline yeah. you know if, if you procrastinate your job shirts search all you do is get uh, you know heavier and uh, more angry 
in your in your day to day life when you when you procrastinate that sort of thing. It, yeah, you're right. This I, exactly. I I agree with there's you. There's no is end. Different. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, job search scares me completely. Uh, I think I've talked about how I hate doing my resume. It doesn't seem to make any difference. Uh, although I, I have worked on it lately, so that's good. But yeah, I will, I will find weird rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's so many potential rabbit holes with the resume thing alone. Yeah. I mean, you could spend six weeks working on your resume following endless uh, tips and tricks that you find on the interwebs and, you know, yeah, and still you, be no closer to your goal. You hear people say, you know, you need to tailor a resume to every place you apply. Well, if you're applying to a lot of places, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And a lot of... Do you have do you have multiple resumes? Not right now. Uh, well, no. I Well, yes, I have multiple resumes. Um, I've I have multiple branches of my resume. Um, I don't, what is what what does that mean? Oh, I don't know. The, the programmers out there will under understand that. Uh, I actually went out of my way to try and get my resume into plain text and under version control, like it was source code. Okay. Which was actually instructive and kind of fun, but boy, it certainly didn't help me land a job. Yeah, these are the kind of rabbit holes I'm talking about. So yeah, I tried to you know make a slightly different version of my resume for each thing, but I also wanted to be able to merge those resumes back together if I wanted to use that text in a different one. And this was, you know, this is technically the best way to do it. So this is, this is what I went after, but yeah, it was a deep, deep rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. What are your, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to go on a long resume thing, but what are your, what are your feelings on the, the resume thing? Do you believe in the, the one page resume? Yeah, I do. And then like the, the separate curriculum vitae? I believe in the one-page resume. Um, do you have a separate CV? I do not. Neither right right now, I've only got the one-pager. I've done yeah. a few different things with it. Um, and I would like to say that uh, my one-page resume points to a you know wonderfully illuminating body of open-source programming work that's on GitHub or whatever, but it doesn't. I don't, I don't have that. I need that. I should have that. I feel... How do you... How do you get that? Yeah, you just do it. You find you, you find something that somebody's already open sourced and has up on GitHub, and you you help them out with it. And you know that's forever linked with your your username, uh, whatever whatever that may be. I mean, okay. I'm sure there's ways to to pirate that and spoof that and whatever. But is this what you mean by branches? Mm, no, we uh, no yes no okay. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. Well, we don't have to get technical. Uh, that gets too. Uh, or, that gets too technical. Yes, it involves branches, okay. but no, that's not what I was talking about. Branches just now. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. I have I have only two versions of my resume at the moment. I have my sort of here's what's here's hoping for what's next resume, and I have my teacher resume. So, for example, if I if I hear there's a, an opening, as I have heard. I should probably check. I should probably follow up on that one lead anyway. Um, okay, no job hunting on the podcast. I'm sorry. No. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, Stop uh, typing. Just... Stop it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I stopped. I stopped. Um, yeah, I I have my teacher resume. So if I if there's a if there sounds like a interesting opening at another high school, I have the teacher one to send, and then I have I have the other one. <sighs> which to be honest, I guess I've sent the uh, practically no one. It's not bad. I don't That's know. Interesting. I don't think it's bad. Well, I, well, 
in some ways, I feel like I'm better at helping other people with their resumes than I am with doing mine. But hmm. we do, we do have a good you, friend. Can I send you mine? Huh? <laughs> can I send you mine? Then? Yeah, sure, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I'll do. That. I'll, I'll give you whatever whatever I can give you on it. Uh, but I, I gave uh, a good friend of ours feedback, and he basically had two resumes. He had uh, his, you know, what normal people would call their normal career type resume. That uh, you know, he has a civil engineering degree and. Here's the environmental engineering company that he'd worked for, and here's, you know, mm-hmm. was his his internships and whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, however, that wasn't the one that he wanted me to help him out with. The one that he wanted help with was his uh, ski bum resume. He wanted to mm-hmm. move out west and, um, you know, teach kite surfing and uh, be a ski bum, yeah. which he succeeded with. Um, yeah, I, well, now that you've, I I now I now know exactly about whom you're talking, and he certainly has succeeded. At least judging by the the, the stuff he puts online, I'm typically intensely jealous when I see what he puts. Yeah, online. Yeah, he's still living the life, man. So yeah, I, man. I I'm we're doing it wrong. Jody. I'm gonna I'm gonna take full credit on my own podcast that that <laughs> that that is all is all due to me helping him with his ski bum resume. You should uh, send him an email, make him a listener. Uh, I, we've talked about it. Make him one of the jackals. Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, I pointed him at it. Uh, I, I think he's he's our first non-continental U.S. listener. Oh, cool. Oh, he was the one you you referenced that one time. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, I will send you my um, resume. I just wrote that on a card. Do so. it. Do it. I'll tear it up. I'll tear it up and make it cry. Do it. Do it. I need to cry. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. All right. We said we would make this a shorty. What do you think? Well, I think um, I guess we've dealt with as much of the, the the job search thing as we really have material on. Yeah, that's that's all I can talk about before going back and working on my own resume. <laughs> sure, fair enough. Did you? Um, I I'm not as up to speed on the the back to work as you are. I haven't heard 126, for example. But because well, you don't you listen think? at the same speed, man. Uh, well, we established that last week. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a double speed or or double and a half speed listener. But what um, what did you think about the uh, safety net concept from 120? Was that 120? I I don't know. I I have trouble keeping up with the episode numbers. But I do recall uh, the safety net. Twelve million dollars. That's your safety net. No, that's the amount that they were tossing around on on the show that if you if you want to know how much money do you need to not have to worry about money the answer is around 12 million dollars somewhere between 10 and 15 yeah. depending on circumstances but call it 12 million dollars yeah uh I, I i've weirdly heard this from people in my life not not close people but acquaintances uh around around town gosh that sounds so silly but uh you know they they were kind of car salesman think sleazy car salesman mm-hmm. and then part gangster okay uh, that sounds like Tampa all over yeah uh, old, old school Tampa gangster yeah definitely okay but see in Tampa the gangsters are kind of low rent like car salesmen so I think that makes sense well sometimes they're the same people uh, all the all the gangsters I've known like the, they have car like lots the proper... here on, yeah. uh, on Florida Avenue they do car leasing. The, oh, sure. The, They'll give you a good deal. Good deal on the car. The skeezy Armenian car lots over here. Sure. On, uh, over here by me. I bought a I bought a Miata from one of them. 
<laughs> okay. Worked out fine until I crashed. It got it. squished. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so that was actually the first person I heard talk about something like this was how much money do you need to not in worry the bank? about money? Yeah. You know, what's your safety net? What's your number? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do remember that that episode. Um, that did get me thinking, uh, interestingly about it. And boy, that show, sometimes that show just strikes right down into the depths of my psyche and I'm, makes me think, oh, yeah. what am I doing with my life? Okay, well, let's, let's finish up with, um, uh, with our last nominal topic, which is the future. The future. You want to talk about the future, Jody? Way of the future. Okay. Uh, the deal is, um, all you information phone users out there, I hear you. I know that where we, we have our stuff posted right now, the links we've been sending you, it's not ideal for playback purposes. Uh, I am looking at looking into researching in my own stupid way as as to how to sort all this out. Um, I'm probably going to do it in a more complicated fashion than is necessary, but that's just my style. Um, but I'm working on it. I should should have some stuff up this weekend. I hope uh, to where I'm. I'm just going to bite the bullet and give myself uh, some some server space and uh yeah start uh start establishing web presences for you know this show and maybe a blog for myself maybe stuff for matt uh you know website for my wife all that all that good stuff yeah we we've sort of at the outset when we had when we talked about doing this um we had i I don't want to make this the meta podcast card i'm going to keep that card away from a while but we talked about um the number one reason we wanted to do this is we just wanted to have a conversation every week. The second reason we wanted to do this is because we just love and appreciate the medium of podcasts so much that we just kind of wanted to dip our toes in and see what it would be like to live the podcaster dream. Um, and then, the and then we also – I'm sorry? Living the dream. Yeah, here we are. We're doing it. And then we also wanted to – we both feel like we need – and for for you, it might be a more tangible thing than for me. We both feel like we need a little corner of the web where we are establishing our digital selves. But you know, beyond you don't even use Facebook. I use Facebook. Uh, I don't use Twitter, Facebook, but bleh. I would argue that doesn't count. That's no, anything it you post there is not yours. No, it's not yours. You 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 give it away. So that's that's exactly what I mean. We both we both wanted um, hmm, we both wanted to chisel our our faces into the. Um, the Dakota edifice of the internet, and the Black Hills of the internet. There you go. And, wow. Um, and and yeah, and so we're we're moving toward doing that. And and the vision for for the jackals out there, for the listeners, the the vision is to have a a web page for the show, a single place with a short domain name that you can remember or bookmark and go to for the show. And every Tuesday or whenever Neil gets to it, that the the newest episode uh, drops. It'll be the first thing you see, and they'll and each each episode will have a page, and on the episode's page, of course, you'll have the links for downloading and streaming, but you'll also have um, you'll have notes, so you get to see maybe some of the notes that Jody and I trade back and forth behind the scenes, but also a series of links um, to things that we talk about or things that are relevant to to that week's show, yeah. and for those who are. Um, for those who are uh, even more engaged with the at least you're trying community, and let, let's face it, this is a burgeoning community. This is uh, it's it's vital and wow. it's growing. The c word. And okay. It's, um, All right. You heard me. And um, 
and it's it's going to be huge. Um, there's there's you know we're talking about in the future ways to maybe interact even during the recording. So um, all of this is is potentially is potentially in the future. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, yes. Yeah, and you know you talked about having the having the web page and whatever, but even more importantly, we'll have a feed you can drop into iTunes or whatever your podcatcher may or may not be. Right. So you could actually subscribe to the show instead of futzing with the the <laughs> links that Matt posts on wherever. I'm only putting them on Facebook too. It's really, it's really a low rent kind of podcast we're running here at this point, Jody. But hey, um, we're doing okay. We're doing all right. Hey, yeah, you know what we say. We're trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs>